Welcome to Sailing in the Mediterranean and Beyond podcast. I'm your host. My name is Franz. Well, before we get on to our podcast for today, which is another interview with Lucas Gortsoyanis, let me thank my sponsor, Sailrite. Looking for a sewing machine that's both portable and powerful? Look no further than the legendary Sailrite Ultrafeed LSZ-1. Take it to the marina, store it on your boat. The Ultrafeed goes where you go. This high-performing, heavy-duty machine sews both in zigzag and straight stitch. The Ultrafeed can handle your toughest jobs with absolutely zero loss of power or skip stitches. It breezes through up to 10 layers of Sunbrella canvas and 8 layers of Dacron sailcloth. With the most dependable all-metal internal components, the Ultrafeed is a piece of well-engineered machinery that's built to last. Sailrite has been building the Ultrafeed for over 20 years. This tried-and-true powerhouse machine comes with a 5-year limited warranty and the best customer service in the industry. The machines are assembled, fine-tuned, and tested at Sailrite's manufacturing facility by a team of highly trained technicians. Every machine is calibrated and tested before it's shipped to guarantee both smooth operation and machine quality. Take your sewing skills to the next level with the Sailrite Ultrafeed LSZ-1 sewing machine. Well, it's that time of year where you may be getting a letter from the Vessel Documentation Portal. Now, I'm not going to call it a scam because they do offer a service at a highly elevated price. You may get your letter from this company if you own a boat, a U.S. documented boat, about two weeks before your U.S. documentation letter will come from the actual National Vessel Documentation Center. Now, if you take advantage of the Vessel Documentation Portal, which looks official, you will pay about three or four times more for the renewal of your documentation than if you just wait and get your letter from the National Vessel Documentation Center in Falling Waters, West Virginia. Look for that on the return address, Falling Waters, West Virginia. That's the official Coast Guard Documentation Center. And it looks to me like I got these two letters about two weeks apart. This uh, Vessel Documentation Portal, the high-priced renewal service, (laughs) Uh, came about two weeks before I got my actual official Vessel Documentation Renewal form from Falling Waters, West Virginia. All right. I got an email. This is one of the reasons I do this podcast. I got this email from... Let me pull it up here just a second. Steve. Steve, I'm not going to read out your last name, but uh, you wrote, Franz, I discovered your podcast about a sail to Santa Cruz Island aboard Desperado with Jack Mahoney in 2013. My wife and I own Desperado and got to know Jack during our purchase. As you may know, he passed away on April 2019. We keep a picture of Jack aboard Desperado in his memory. If you have any stories (laughs) or history about Desperado and Jack, we would enjoy learning your experiences. Thank you very much. Cheers, Steve. Steve, I wrote you back, and I said, here's my phone number. 
give me a call. Quite honestly, I could write two or three books about Jack. I have audio recordings of his earlier life, and I've thought it would be an absolutely wonderful screenplay to put together. <laughs> All I have to say is, give me a call. I was with Jack uh, the day before he passed away. He had been suffering from Parkinson's disease for over 10 years. And finally it took its toll and he passed away. And his wife asked me to come be with him uh, about a day before he passed away. So I went and spent some time with him. In the end, there was just me that stopped by to see him. It was very painful to go see Jack because in the later stages of Parkinson's disease, he could not talk. He would be so frustrated. His mind was still there, but his ability to talk and voice sounds was, was gone. And it had been gone for almost a year. So I would get together with Jack and basically have a monologue with him, talk about our old times together and what we did and, and the adventures we had aboard Desperado and his sailing with me in the Mediterranean. He and his wife came over and sailed with me uh, when we sailed around Sicily. So Again, Steve, I'm looking forward to your call. I will not put much of, I, of what I know about Jack uh, in writing, but I'll talk to you about him. All right. If you have any thoughts or comments or want to write me an email, write me at franz1 at medsailor.com. Again, that's franz1 at medsailor.com. And again, if you want me to write a lot, it's not going to happen. I'm most likely going to give you my phone number and say, give me a call. Because I talk, I don't write. Let's get on to my interview with Lucas, the second of four interviews with Lucas. All right. This is going to be a continuation of my interview with Lucas. All right. Gorsunias is okay. Give me the pronounce your last name for me, Lucas. Gorsuyanis. Gorsuyanis. Uh, and we're talking about his sustainable cargo sailing vessel delivering food from island to island throughout the Aegean and also over to Italy. We're talking about his summer of 2020. Uh, this is a second episode. At the last episode, we ended up on the island of Alenosis, and we're going to continue from here because Lucas is giving us a lot of information, which I've never had before, when I travel around, I'm just saying, oh, this is a neat island, this is a neat island. But you are giving me a little insight into the economies of these islands, the agricultural economies of these islands, which I really appreciate. So let's continue on. So you, we were talking about the wines of Alianosis, so the new wines that are coming in. and uh, That's right. And that, then the white tuna that are being delivered from this island. Now, now is this dried tuna then, dried white tuna? Not uh, dry. They they um, pack it in uh, uh, um, in in jars, not in in, in cans. Okay. Uh, in, in in glass jars, and uh, they pack it usually with uh, either water, uh, seawater, or uh, uh, olive oil, or uh, olive oil and other things. Yeah. Okay. And do they chew, they catch the fish around the island then. Well, it used to be that most of it was caught around the island because it is still on the road of uh, uh, migration of the white tuna. Uh, but uh, today, they've uh, you know modern uh, boats, fishing boats, 
follow the, um, the, the, the fish uh, all around the Aegean, and they bring it back to Alonisus, where there is a uh, tradition of how to, uh, to cook it and uh, uh, preserve it. Okay. And what sort of produce, how, how, do you have any idea how much they produce a year? Of this white tuna, because that's a very small town we're talking about it, Petri Tree. Yeah, well, I, it, I I think it's about ten, ten tons. There are two companies, two main companies there. Uh, they produce about uh, uh, ten tons, I think. Okay, okay. All right. So from from Elenosis, where do you go? Elonis. 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 Right. Elonis. There's two S's. S O S. Lotuses. Where do you go to from there? From there, we go, uh, uh, it's a long run to uh, uh, um, Limnos, right, Limnos. Limnos, okay. I, now you're heading farther north then, okay. Yes, that's, that's the farthest north island that we go to. And that's one island I've never visited, so you're going to give me a lot of information on an island I haven't been to. So let's let's start with that. Where do you where do you sail into when you go to Limnos? We, we sail it's on the uh, uh, west uh, south end. There is the main the main port. Okay. Um, uh, Myrna Myrna M R M Y R I N A right? Okay, Myrna. Okay. Uh, it's uh, it's a it was a natural port in the, in the past. They they have they've improved it, and it's one of the biggest ports in uh, in the islands. Uh, quite good. Um, now the island, um, uh, for one thing, it's uh, big as you can see on the map and, and flat, and it produces various things like wines, very good wine, and uh, and cipuro. You know what cipuro is, right? The uh, no, this, what uh, what is cipuro? This, uh, uh, um, it's like uzo, but it's not. Uh, uzo is a, is mixed. It's about forty percent strong uh, oh. in in alcohol, and it is uh, distilled from the remnants of the of the grapes. Okay, so it's sort of like, sort of like grappa, then a little bit like grappa, but uh... yeah, similar. Yeah. Okay, okay. grappa. Uh, but they also produce. Um, uh, hard wheat and uh, of a very special kind and with that they make a uh, uh, pasta and their pasta is well known in uh, in, in, in the whole of Greece hmm. okay I always think of Italians as being pasta I didn't ever think of Greece but uh, yeah okay yeah uh. pasta is, uh, is their, uh, their their special product in, uh. in okay and they've got a but they also Make uh, special types of cheese, uh, something that is close to feta, uh, that is called the kalathaki, and a couple of other types of cheese, uh, less less known, which are very good and they are very much in demand in the rest of uh, the islands in, in Greece. Something I always love when I sail in Greece is you go into a restaurant and there's always local artisan cheeses, and I just love that. And I, I love cheese, so... That's nice to, that you can do that. In America, impossible to do that. We have the FDA yeah. that pretty much shuts down any artisan cheese manufacturing in America without having to jump through a whole bunch of uh, USDA hoops, which makes it impossible for a small producer to uh, to make a profit doing this. 
but it's nice to see yeah. that's in that in Greece that they still have these local artisans. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, quite good. As a matter of fact, you have uh, some larger companies, and uh, we, we we are dealing mainly with uh, the small ones because that that's where they they have the more rare type of cheese, and uh, you know it is appreciated as such. And it's more ne- natural, and, and it's never that expensive. You know, even the most expensive yeah. cheeses are very reasonably priced. Whenever I get over there, yeah, that's right. That's 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 good. Okay, so uh, and Limnos is very well known. As a matter of fact, uh, 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 Limignon is the name of a wine uh, coming out of special grapes from the island. The one nice thing about the Greece is that uh, every island, almost every island has its own special types of grapes, out of which you get a special wine, you see. That's a mm-hmm. small quantity, uh, you know, very different. Yeah, yeah. And so this has, you know, most Greek islands are very mountainous, and so Limnos is one of the flatter islands where they can actually yeah. have big areas to grow wheat because wheat takes a lot of land, flat, relatively flat land to grow wheat. So that's, yeah, that's, that's right, yeah. Yeah, I know a lot of the shippers, the Greek shippers, started out bringing wheat from Crimea uh, down th- from the north of the Ukraine and, and deliver it around the Mediterranean that way. So I didn't know that there yeah. was actually wheat producers in Greece, which which makes sense. Of course, there's always wheat producers everywhere. But uh, Yes. Okay. And in times, uh, Greeks used to grow uh, wheat on any little piece of land they could find, you see. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, were, they were moving big quantities of wheat uh, for big markets. In their own islands, they would just grow wheat everywhere. Okay, okay. So we've headed way up to Limnos, which is an island I haven't gotten to yet, and you probably don't yeah. see very many charter boats at all up there. This is probably just the real cruisers that are getting up to Limnos. Yeah, that's 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 what it is. Yes. Uh, now Limnos it was also a very strategic island because, as you can see on the map, there is a very big uh, protected bay in the center of the island uh, with an opening to the south. Uh, that was uh, a uh, main marine base uh, during the First World War. Uh, the the Allies used that port. Uh, to attack Turkey, and uh, it was very, very important uh, strategically. It's no longer, the, the island doesn't live any longer from uh, the uh, passing boats. Passing boats don't stop there anymore. Okay. It looks like you could spend a, a few days just driving inland, renting a car and driving around the interior of that island as well and seeing a lot of places. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else we need to touch on on Limnos, or shall we move on to the next island? You can move. We can move next to the next island, which is uh, Lesbos. Lesbos. Yes, I have been to Lesbos, but only briefly to pick up crew one time. I wintered my boat over uh, in Turkey, and that was where I picked up my crew. Yeah, this is one of the big islands, the really big islands in mm-hmm. Greece. Can't remember if it is the third or the fourth or something like that. I think it's the. I think it's the the third biggest, yeah. Yeah, very, very close to to uh, to Turkey, about 
two miles across yeah. the bay when you from Ivalik, right. right? Yeah, but then you have a, a great variety of uh, of land there. For example, half the island, the northwest side, uh, is uh, uh, remnants of a um, um, volcano explosion. So you have uh, ashes, uh, volcano ashes, uh, in in that area, which makes for very good wine. Okay, mm -hmm. so you have very fine uh, uh, volcanic uh, uh, land uh, wine in that area. There is also a petrified forest. Uh, it was a, a forest that was covered like Pompeii from uh, ashes from the uh, uh, from the volcano, and now they are digging out a whole trees uh, that have petrified, mm. and they still have color. Uh, the uh, yellow and brown and so on, and then there is uh, a uh, a nice museum and um, archaeological site that you can visit on the west end of the of the island. Okay, I didn't. The only place I got to when I visited uh, uh, Lesbos was into the port of Mytilene, and then we did come around and go up into that big bay in the center of the island. Which I was surprised it was not more developed than it really is. We went up to uh, what's the name of this a little port there, but that was about all. And uh, I was sort of surprised that that whole little bay, that well, that huge bay on the middle of the island, was not really more developed than it was. Yeah, but it's it's not very deep for one thing, and then it is quite agricultural all around. There's a lot of production of uh, uh, olives, but in olive oil. Uh, but also all sorts of other uh, agricultural products. It's all very, uh, very agricultural. Okay, so the uh, the island is basically one big farm then, it sounds like then. Mm, it's much more varied than that. There is a lot of forest, wild forest. Oh. There is a, okay. a lava kind of fields. Uh, so you have very volcanic appearances, uh, even though there are no volcanoes, active volcanoes any longer. But the land still reminds uh, some parts reminds a bit of uh, uh, Iceland. Um, then uh, you have uh, also it's the the home of uh, um, Sapfo, uh, who was the most uh, famous lesbian in ancient times, and she comes from the the south uh, part of the island uh, from uh, a place called Eresos, which has become the uh, place for all the lesbians to to uh, to gather. Oh, really? Okay, <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, annual uh, annual conferences and so on. South side of the island called Erisos. I'm zooming in. I don't see it, but uh, I'm not going to look for it too much. It's a beach. Essentially, it's a beach. Oh, okay, uh, so it's a beach, a specific beach. Then, okay, not a town. Um, then uh, you have uh, Plomari, which is uh, uh, close to one of the big bays. Uh, mm -hmm. It is a, uh, on the, in the south end. Uh, Plomari is very famous for, for the ouzo they produce. Ah, I did go to that little port. I went around and went into that little port, and I love, love that little town of Plomari. That was a very nice yes. little town. Yeah, beautiful town, yeah. And, uh, and then there is a, a production of special cheese there. They call it uh, oil cheese because they, uh, they make it mature 
in olive oil. And there are uh, a, a couple of very good uh, cheese producers uh, on the island. And that uh, Lazotiri is quite famous in, in the whole of Greece. Oh, okay. So and then there are interesting. So, so which 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 ports do you pull into, uh, in Lesbos? Is it Plumari and Mytilene, or do you just go to Plumari? Where do you where do you go? And on the west side is called the Sigri. Okay. Yeah, the three ports. Yeah. Okay, so that's way around the west side. I never got anywhere near that port. So okay. Yeah. So that's the main port you go into. Maybe Plumari on the way around. As well, then. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I I think I'm gonna. Uh, we we tried to driving around, but the island has a very uh, narrow and windy roads, so it's not very comfortable to drive for a long time. Uh, so I think next year we are gonna go to Sigri, visit the, the west side, then go down to Plomari. And from Plomari, uh, drive, if need be, to the Mytilene port. Uh, we will not go to the Mytilene port. Yeah, that's, it's a, too busy. that's a, yeah, exactly what I was going to say. It's a very crowded, busy port. I didn't, didn't enjoy yeah. that as very much, quite honestly. It, was, it was, just felt like a big city to me. So That's right. No, Plomari is a, is a really uh, beautiful place to be. Yeah. Okay. All right. So from, from Lesbos, where do we head to next? Uh, my guess is... Kios, is that right? Kios. All right, one of my favorite islands. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Well, uh, the north part of Kios, uh, north uh, east, um, is um, where you have uh, the old uh, um, uh, orange and uh, and mandarin production that was going all the way straight to. Uh, the Black Sea, was, everything was exported to the Black Sea. So is that, uh, that's around Marmaro, Marmaro or uh, uh, Cardamila. Is that where we were talking about, the, those ports? Cardamila, that's, that's, that's where the, you had the big production okay. of uh, fruit. Uh, it, it's no longer uh, a very important uh, place for that. Uh, but it's very touristy. And the other thing about Hios is that it's one of the islands where you have one of the highest concentration of ship owners, ship owner families. Oh, I know. So yeah, I, I, I wrote my my master's thesis on Greek ship uh, owners. And, uh, yeah. and there's a lot of Greek ship owners that come from Hios and as well as Ionusis, right next to it. Ionusis, that's right. That's the other beautiful place where I, whenever I find time, I go because I like the port. I like the, the, the view of the, of the place. Yeah, so do you go to Ionusis? Is that what you're talking about, one of the ports you like to visit? Yeah, that's right, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. that's one of my favorite ports, and there are no tourists in Ionusis. <laughs> that's it, yeah. <laughs> only, only the few families of, uh, of uh, ship owners, because that's... they are busy there, too, there so they, they are not very, very numerous around. No, it's they nice. come in there. They have their beautiful houses, and they come in there in their yachts every year, and they built that beautiful port and uh, right. made it free for everybody to use that port, and no tourists. Yes. I love that. No tourists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then on the opposite from Inusis, there is a, 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 another port in Hios that's called Lagada. 
Yes, I sailed into there this year, and I think, or actually not this year, a couple of years ago, I went to Legata. I never stayed overnight in Legata because when I was I was starting at the south end and working my way all the way around the bay close to the shore, just slowly going around. I got north of Legata, up into that little bay north of Legata, and my friend was looking through a binocular, and he said, he said I see... Uh, I see uh, soldiers, and I see people in boats, and I see. Na- I guess there's a big military base there, and I and I turned around and headed back to Legada, and I and I heard somebody on a bullhorn yelling, yelling, yelling. I thought, are they talking to me? I don't know, but I'm getting out of here. So I turned around and left. I didn't. I didn't know if I infringed on a military base or not. After I looked at the chart, I was probably going somewhere where I was not supposed to go. So that. That's one thing. And the other thing is that they have these patrols to control the sea for uh, uh, immigration. Uh, so they, they stopped and control all boats to verify if you don't carry uh, immigrants. Oh, OK. OK. No, I, I, they, were, they were yelling at a bullhorn as I was pulling in. It was all in Greek, so I couldn't understand a word <laughs> they said. But I just said, I don't know. If, I don't think I'm going to stick around here and turned around and just headed back out. <laughs> So what? It, but you go into Legata, and what do you do? You pick up anything at Legata? Well, there is uh, one family that uh, uh, has their own uh, goats, and they make their own cheese there. So I load quite a bit of that. It's a it's a very nice thing. They come to the port to deliver, and we go, of course, and visit the uh, the uh, the cheese making. It's a, it's a very nice stop for that reason. Okay. And the food in the restaurant is good as well. And do you just tie up to the seawall as you come into that port then? Yeah, they, they have uh, some kind of, uh, uh, you know, facilities to, to dock. Uh, it's not an easy thing because it's very deep waters. You you have to be careful how you throw anchor to, to dock uh, backwards. On, uh, okay, so you don't... You don't have a lot of scope. I mean, you have a lot of chain down, but not not a lot of chain in front of the boat because it's so deep then, huh? Right. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So where else do you head in uh, in Kios then? I go also to, to the main port. Again, it's a very busy port and uh, very noisy. Mm-hmm. Yep. But as you know, the Kios is the capital of uh, Masticha, the only place where Masticha is produced in Greece. Do they still use you know, that? Do they still? I mean, Mastika. I, I I did a road trip, and I guess the main production of Mastika is t- towards the south of uh, of the island. Up that's to, right. Yeah, up to yeah. what's the name of the town? Pirgi. Pirgi. P i r g i was where I went to. That's right. That's right. Uh, and there is another port, Mesta, on the on the west side, where you are closer to those uh, those uh, villages that make the uh, Mastika. But their main, uh, the, the association of the Masticha producers is in the main port. And so we go there. There are also Masticha shops and places like that. And we've done quite a bit of uh, work there and a lot of advertising because uh, they, we've been filming our loading of the Masticha onto the boat. And even the mayor came once to sort of hand us uh, some Masticha to load on. So it's uh, a place where we, we, we did quite a bit of work. Yeah, I always stay at that little uh, the harbor just north of the main harbor 
which is uh, yeah. the abandoned harbor, the one that you can just pull into and tie up for free. Um, but I have to clear customs in Kios when I whenever come over from Turkey. And as as big yes, towns sir. go, it's not bad. But I I always more up in the other north harbor, just north of the main harbor, and just walk into the town. And as big towns go, I sort of like the town of Kios. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's quite interesting. It's uh, it's it's a very it's very lively. But uh, you just around the port is just too too busy, too too many cars around. Mm-hmm. That's uh, yeah. Yeah, and it's just, and it's the main, I mean, but I don't see a lot of tourists visiting Kios like they do the other places. When I go, when I travel around, no. Kios is not that often visited, which is... No, it's, it's mainly local tourism, I mean, Greek tourists, tourists rather than tourists. Yeah, which I like. I think that's great. Yeah. So you could pull into here. Uh, what else? Is it Mystica? That's the main... Th- product you pick up in Kios, but the island... Well, we also, you know, there are uh, uh, aromatic plants, uh, you know, aromatic plants that are cultivated now in Greece. You don't collect them from the mountains uh, any longer. And uh, there are there is wine. Um, there is uh, cheese again. Uh, different types of cheese. And also there is a store uh, uh, we unload many things to because it's a, it's a um, buy your store, and we unload many things. Okay. Kios is an island that you want to rent a car and drive around on because it's a very interesting island to drive around. Um, Definitely. Yeah. I, I've, I've spent days driving around that island, and it's it's a fun island to visit. So Yeah. And there are many ports around, so you can... You can dock in many places. Yeah, there's a port south of Kia I went into. It was known for its black sand, as I recall. That's right, yeah. I'm trying to remember the name of it. I can't remember it off the top of my head. But it's a small, small port, uh, room for a yeah. few boats, but not very many boats when you go into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so where... It is it's, uh, it's a place where we stop many times. I have friends in Kios. Uh, uh, there's a family that has a hotel and uh, small agricultural uh, production to feed the, the tourists that uh, stay at their hotel. And uh, we, you know, have a, a, a good uh, a good connection there. It always makes it fun when you have friends in different ports, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Exactly. That's a nice thing. Yeah. Okay, so from Kios, where do you head? Then, then the next is usually Ikaria. Well, it's Ikaria and Sorry. Samos. Sometimes Samos, sometimes first to Ikaria. They are the same distance, essentially. Right, and so you, I've I've been to both islands. I've never been around the north side of Ikaria. Ikaria you say it, Ikaria, Ikaria, Ikaria. Okay, Ikaria. And uh, that then between Samos and Ikaria, that's that notorious wind funnel that goes down through there. Um, yeah. And so, well, the Ikaria is a very, fun, a very funny island in the sense that uh, when the wind blows very hard from the north and you approach Ikaria from the north, suddenly the wind stops. You still get the waves, but there is no wind. The wind jumps over the mountain and you are without wind to sail. Okay. Yeah. And on the south side, you get the Katabatic wind, which is really 
you know, can shake you quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, I felt that. But they've really yeah. improved the port on the south side since uh, since I first went there. That's a nice port on the south side, in Kirikos. Yeah. Uh, do you go? Yeah, to the, that, do you ever go to the north port in Evdilios? Because I've never been there, but I did drive around to that port to look at it, and it looked to me like I would rather go to Kirikos if I had a choice on which which port I would go to. Well, the north of Ikaria is greener than the south. Right. I'm just thinking okay. of the, I'm just thinking of the port when I pulled the port on the north side seemed like much more of a commercial port on uh... it is a, essentially it is one of the commercial ports the Ayukiriko is also a commercial port but the half the boats go to Evilos uh, uh, and the other half to uh, to Ayukiriko okay um, it's a big port it has very few tourists very few uh, uh, sailboats uh, very quiet. Yeah, 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 and it's well protected now. It's a brand new port. It's well protected on Kirikos. Yeah, there are three very little ports uh, in the north side uh, where you can also dock. Hmm. Okay. So what are they? Because I I always thought that it was just the main port of of Evidios, um, where the main was a port. But uh, just a bit west of that, uh, you have a place which is more of a beach, but there is kind of a dock where you can you can you can stop, um, and it's just a, a very uh, a touristy place. Um, then there is uh, oh, there it the- is, yeah, there it is. I see it now. It's uh, near near a town called Gialaskari. G i a l i s k a r i Giliscari, yes. Okay. Yeah, that's right. It's and then there is Caravostamo, uh, which is further east. Okay. Yeah. Oh yes, I see it now. Yeah. Yeah. And then close to the airport, which is at the very east end of the town. Uh, on the north side, uh, there is a, uh, a a new port, which is very good, uh, but it's not connected to anything. It's yeah. just close to the airport. It's just north of the uh, runway, right? I mean, it's just, I, I, yeah, there's a big port right at the end of the runway. Is that the one we're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's considered the safe port of Icaria. Yeah, it looks very well protected. And, uh, yeah. And I drove by it, and I looked at it, and I thought, well, there's a port there that I could use, but didn't, I don't think there's even a taverna around there. <laughs> no, there's no, no taverna, no. But uh, uh, you can almost walk to Faros, which is on the south side, which is a very touristy area. Right, yeah. The, Faros is just at the end of the runway on the other side of uh, the, uh, yes, the island yes. there. Yes, okay. Yeah, and then Ikaria has a, a good uh, uh, hot hot springs, very very famous as a matter of fact, radioactive um, hot springs. Uh, it uh, it is one of the five areas in the world where you have the most of the uh, centenarians, you know, people that go over a hundred years old. Yeah, I know that. I wouldn't have bought the domain names Acaria Wine, Acaria Herbs, Acaria. I bought a whole bunch of domain names with the name Acaria in it, just because I right. thought they would be valuable at some point in time. Uh, 
but uh, well, the main it's a very undeveloped area. It's uh, everything is natural there, and people are very relaxed. They just don't don't kill themselves running all, all over the place. No, and it's very it's a very steep island, so people tend yes. to live on the hillside. So they're walking up and down all the time, and but it, it's and, a yeah. very very quiet island. It's very very natural life. The old people, all all of them. Just uh, go on foot, uh, tending the animals and tending the gardens and so on, and that's why they live long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I drove around the island as far as the road would go to the uh, to the very west side, and I thought I'd be able to to circle the island, but you can't circle the island. I had to backtrack all the way along the north side and and go up over the spine to come back to uh, to Kyrikos. So it's wonderful. Uh, and uh, it's uh, the the only island in Greece and the second one in the in the Mediterranean that has a, one of these uh, um, uh, water uh, systems to um, uh, to store energy, electric energy. They have a dam uh, high up on the mountain and a dam close to the sea, and they pump water up when there is plenty of uh, uh, wind energy and uh, solar energy uh, electricity, mm-hmm. and then they, they use it uh, to uh, produce electricity when it's needed. Oh, that's smart. That's smart. Yes. West side, yeah. Okay. Northwest side. Okay. Well, I never saw that yeah. when I was driving around, but that's uh, interesting to know yeah. that. Yes. Okay. Great. In Nicaragua. Why did you say we broke up there for a second? Uh, I say that there is great wine in Nicaragua. Okay, okay. So you're picking up wine. So what the the main things you pick up in Nicaragua is wine. Then very often olive oil as well. They have olives and uh, and they produce olive oil. Uh, honey, honey, quite often. Mm-hmm. Plants. Yeah, it's uh, it, there's a lot of business going on in Nicaragua. Okay, now the hot springs are just northeast of Kyrikos, and there's a little bay. It's called Therma. Can you actually sail into that little bay and anchor there? Uh, you can anchor. Yeah, you cannot. I don't think you can dock, but you can anchor. Okay, okay. Because I went by that, and, I thought maybe I should just go in there and anchor, because that's right where yeah. the hot springs are. But I never That's have. That's right. But they are not the only ones. I mean, uh, in in the Ayotirico uh, port, uh, right uh, uh, at the at the marina, the the new port, mm-hmm. there is a little hot spring, and people go and uh, bathe. <laughs> I walked right by it. I probably never saw it. So. <laughs> yeah. And then on the uh, west side of the south, the south coast, west of Ayotirico. There are other hot springs, and I've swum there, and uh, it's really hot. You you have to be careful uh, not to approach too much. So do you do you anchor your boat out and just go to shore then? And then swim, yeah. Okay. There's another little, it looks like there's another little breakwater towards the uh, southeast, but it, yeah, I see a boat tied up to the hard wall there. But, uh, huh? That's another little port that I've never really looked at, but uh, it's uh, east of uh, 
Mag- Maganitis. Mag- Maganitis. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, nothing much. I, yeah. I, I've, I've not been able to. Uh, you, you cannot go in with a with a symbol. Okay. It's only for uh, little. Yeah. Okay. Too shallow. But you said there's yeah, hot springs on the west side. Is it the west side of? There is hot springs everywhere, all around. As a matter of fact. Okay. And, uh, okay. It's a very hot spring island. Okay. All right. Well, something to do the next time I head back there. Yeah. So, Franz, you know, I I I wonder if we cannot continue uh, another time. That's right. It, uh, it's getting pretty late your time. So let's uh, let's call this at yeah. end of this interview. We've already gone another. 30, another half hour. So we'll come back and continue our, uh, our discussion okay. whenever it's convenient for you. Thank you so much for coming on. I've really enjoyed our conversation. I'm getting a lot of insight into the islands, and I'll let you go to bed now. <laughs> if, you, if you have a time, no, it's not bedtime. It's, a, uh, it's a dinner time. Ah, uh, okay. So, yeah. Uh, if you want, we can, we can repeat tomorrow if you have time or uh, well, yeah. whatever. Yeah, tomorrow at the same time should work. So I'll look for you right. tomorrow then. The website for Sailing in the Mediterranean and beyond is www.medsailor.com. Again, medsailor.com. Life is short. In the end, all that really matters is the memories you make. So make a few. Go sailing. Joel, you want to know something? What? Every now and then, say what the f***. What the f*** gives you freedom? Freedom brings opportunity. Opportunity makes your future. If you can't say it, you can't do it. I said it before and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it.